Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson. Wife, mom blessed by adoption, Jesus freak, wonderluster, overcomer, encourager, and an intentional living coach for moms. If you've stumbled upon this podcast, you're likely a Christian mom who's seeking more peacefully productive days. And what does that mean when we put it together? Well, first and foremost, we're focused on the peace that surpasses understanding and the steadfast loving kindness that comes from our Father in heaven. Next, we're focused on being good stewards of all our gifts and resources that we have been given in this life. And next, we want to be productive members of our family and our home, as well as our community and the kingdom. So if that sounds like you, let's go dig into today's episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. Today, I have something very special in store for you. I ran the Chaos to Clarity workshop this past weekend, and I have pulled out some of the goods from that workshop to share with you guys today. It is the meat and potatoes, the bones of this workshop. It is all the value about to be fire hosed in your face. So get ready. If at all possible, make sure you are not multitasking while you sit down and take in the information in this workshop. Sit with a pen and a notepad or a piece of paper while you go through, take notes. And when I have this little tune of music playing, feel free to use it as an indicator to pause and answer those questions that I was asking just prior. This is the first ever two-part episode series that I am going to be releasing. So you're going to get a lot of the information today, but I want to encourage you, come back and listen to tomorrow's episode for the wrap-up on how you can clarify this chaos, not just in the big picture questions we're talking about today, but get some of those strategies and tips and tools in your belt for these mindfulness practices that you can start implementing in tomorrow's episode. So let's go. Let's dig in. Welcome to the Chaos to Clarity Workshop, friends. If you've been with me for any amount of time, you know I am big on words. I like word meanings. I like word definitions. I like to know, like, what is in a word? Why does this word exist? What is behind it? Uh, Especially scripture. What is the root? Where does it go back to? Um, And what does that mean? And just understanding words in a greater capacity than just like the word itself. Um, so chaos, the definitions of chaos, um, or one major one is complete disorder and confusion. That's a lot. (laughs) Other words that describe chaos or, um, are synonymous with chaos are disorganization, disarray, mayhem, madness, havoc, and disruption. And I don't know if there's any one of those words that is just like sticking out to you guys a lot. Um, I know for me, just like mayhem or havoc or disruption really stick out to me. And 
honestly, they're ones that I feel a lot in motherhood, <laughs> like with a toddler, um, I'm constantly being disrupted. Whenever I try to focus on anything that is not my son, it's disruption. And sometimes when I am focusing on him, it is mayhem and madness <laughs> um, and havoc because we want to build Legos, right? He wants to build Legos and then he wants to just crash it down immediately. And I'm like, well, that's super defeating to me. So I don't know what ones are sticking out to you guys. Um, I'm going to butcher this uh, Hebrew root word here. Um, I think it's to to other definitions or meanings behind this to word is to lie waste confusion, a place of chaos without form, nothing empty and vanity. And we're going to get into some scripture verses behind them. Like, what are these scripture verses? What are they saying? And what can they mean to us? And so all of the scripture verses in here are ESV, unless otherwise noted. I really liked some of the words in different translations. So I've included those as well. So you'll see here in Deuteronomy 32.10, um, this is speaking of Jacob um, and the Lord's people where he says he found him in a desert land. And in a, or in the howling waste of the wilderness and this howling waste of the wilderness. Okay. And then he encircled him and he cared for him and King James, it says he led him about and he instructed him. He kept him as the apple of his eye. And so he found him in this italicized in the howling waste of the wilderness. That is the chaos. This is the, the place of chaos that he found him in, but look what the Lord did. He led him about, he ins instructed him. He encircled him. He cared for him. And Job 16, 18, I love the King James version of this. The path of their way are turned aside. They go to nothing. Okay. Chaos place of chaos or confusion and perish. First Samuel 20, um, or sorry, first Samuel 12, 21 says, and do not turn aside after empty things. The empty is the, the chaos here. Empty things that cannot profit or deliver for they are empty. I love when definitions like use the word in them, right? <laughs> They're like, wait, the empty things are empty. What? Isaiah 24, 10 says the city of confusion is broken down. Every house is shut up that no man may come in. And this one really stood out to me because when I read this, the city of confusion is broken down and every house is shut up that no man came in, may come in. I was just thinking about our homes in this aspect, like when they are the city of chaos the city of confusion, a place of chaos, like the house is shut up and no man may come in. And I just think that is a, a glaring like thing that shows us this is what happens when we are caught up in this chaos. We're not able to welcome others into our homes. We're not able to expand our tent. We're not able to fellowship with others because the house is shut up. 
Mary says, so true. We don't want to share it with people when it looks crazy inside. Absolutely. So true. I love hosting people because it makes me make sure my house is clean. I used to, it used to be a pattern that I was in where it's like, I would just clean when people would come over. And so I'd have people over like every week. So I would clean and it kind of like forced me into that habit. Um, thankfully I don't have to do that anymore. So we don't have to host so regularly, but, um, there's your tip for today. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Psalm 107, 40, 43 says he pours contempt on princes and makes them wander in tactless waste. King James in this says where there is no way. And this is that Hebrew root word for place of chaos without form, um, empty, nothing, but he raises up the needy out of affliction and makes their families like flocks. Hey moms, are you hearing that? <laughs> I feel needy a lot of the time. The upright see it and are glad and all wickedness shuts its mouth. Whoever is wise, let him attend to these things. Let them consider the steadfast love of the Lord. And I love this last portion in King James. It says, whoso is wise and will observe these things, even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. So we've gone over chaos. We've got some examples of chaos, both in like Webster's Miriam dictionary type chaos. We've also got examples in scripture of chaos, this confusion, this place of chaos without form, nothing empty, disorganization, disarray, mayhem, madness, havoc, disruption. And I want to give you ladies a moment to journal about where you're noticing or feeling chaos in your life. What is chaos to you? What of these scripture verses stood out to you? What of this worldly definition, if you will, stood out to you? Where are you noticing chaos in your life? Okay. So we're going to take some time to dig into clarity. Um, basically the opposite of chaos is order, organization, peace, and clarity. Clarity is defined as being certain or definite, coherent, and intelligible. There are also um, some synonyms that I wanted to bring up about clarity, which is transparency, purity, simplicity, clearness, definition, and precision. And there are a couple of words in scripture that came up for me about clarity. There's not a lot, honestly, there's clear. Um, and then there's like a, a version of clarity. That's almost more like, um, more like the order, I think aspect of it, but anyways, we'll, we'll look into this. So there's the Greek word, um, diabelipo, I think is what it is. So obviously that's in the, in the new Testament, the Greek word, and it's to look fixedly stare straight before, or to see clearly. And the scripture verses for this one are Mark eight twenty five, And this is when Jesus heals the blind man in Bethsaida. 
says, then Jesus laid his hands on his eyes again, and he opened his eyes and his sight was restored and he saw everything clearly. And then Matthew seven, five says, you hypocrite first take the log out of your own eye. And then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. And, um, I think this is a pretty popular verse. Um, my husband actually has a, sh- a t-shirt. It's like a lumberjack. And he literally has this like massive log sticking out of his eye. And then it says Matthew seven, five, <laughs> like right below it or whatever. Um, and so just very, very quick, like recognition. When you see that, if you know this verse, what we first have to focus on ourselves to remove the impurities in our own eyes in our own perspective, um, in our own lives. And then we're able to see clearly to, to help out our brother, to help out others. And I think this is really relevant to mom life. The Hebrew word is sekal, and that's to a cause to consider or give insight or teach. And there's a couple of verses that came up for this. Uh, first Chronicles 28, nine. Um, I'm going to go nine, 10 and 19. I'm skipping this gap here because it's details and descriptions about the rebuilding that's to be done, which like, if you're familiar with scripture, there's a lot of details that I'm not going to say they're irrelevant, right? They're in scripture, obviously for a reason, but sometimes when you're going through reading them over and over, it's like, okay, 20 cubits of this and whatever else. So I didn't include all of that. So it says, and you, Solomon, my son, this is David speaking to his son, know the God of your father and serve him with a whole heart and a willing mind for the Lord searches all hearts and understands every plan and thought. Wow. So powerful. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will cast you off forever. Be careful now for the Lord has chosen you to build a house for the sanctuary. Be strong and do it. And then proceeds the details and descriptions of the building to be done. And that's what it says. All this he made clear to me in my writing from the hand of the Lord. All the work to be done according to the plan. So I just love that in this passage, it shows great and important work that Solomon was anointed and chosen and called to do. And how clearly it was made to his father, David. And the encouragement from his father to do it. And I know that we all don't have David or David's as our fathers, many of us far from it, like not even close. Right. But we have his spirit. We have the spirit of God and he is close to us. We have direct access to him and he will guide and make things clear to us just as he did to David for Solomon maybe he already has for you. Maybe you need help seeing clearly. Maybe you need others like Solomon had David to speak that life into you. Maybe you need encouragement like David gave to Solomon, or maybe you need help taking action. But I believe that clearly knowing our purposes and calling helps us to clarify so much more in our lives. And Psalm 32, eight says, I will instruct you. This is the sekal, the Hebrew word. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. 
And then Daniel 9, 20 and 22, while I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people, Israel, and presenting my plea before the Lord, my God, Q Gabriel, he made me understand speaking with me and saying, oh, Daniel, I have now come out. And this is the word I call to give you insight and the, the King James to give you skill and understanding. And so I just love that these words like clarity, insight, skill, instruction, purpose, sight, they all come from God and scripture will show us that over and over and over again. And so to truly have clarity, what is clarity? It is seeking God, seek his kingdom first and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. Matthew 6, 33. These two places that I'm seeing moms needing clarity over chaos is the big picture and in the moment, but the big picture clarity is what's going to help us manage those in the moments better. Big picture clarity is, is sitting and thinking, I don't even know what I'm doing or pursuing in life. I don't even know who I am anymore. These are common concerns that we see moms having. So I'm going to have you go through, give you some moment. I'm going to play some more Brandon Lake because I'm his fangirl. Um, answer these questions. Take some time to identify yourself. Who are you? Just a really brief bio. Don't get super in depth with this stuff. Just very quick. What are your strengths? List two or three of your strengths. You know what they are. What matters most to you? What are your values? Like, what are your dreams and hopes for the future? After you do those, I want you to evaluate your reality. Who are you being right now? How are you showing up in the world? We're human beings, not human doings. On a scale of one to 10, how true are you living according to your strengths and why? On a scale of one to 10, how true are you living according to your values and why? It's basically the same questions of above, but grading them and why? On a scale of one to 10, how true are you living in the pursuit of your dreams and hopes and who God is calling you to be and why? And then I want you to ask this third section of questions. Where are you operating from? What is your core processing default mold? Circle one of them, chaos or clarity. What are you experiencing more in your life? And why do you think that is? What do you believe you are needing or missing to get to the space of clarity or find more clarity? What do you believe would be different if you had this? And then last question, why don't you have it? What is getting in the way? I am going to ask you to check your beliefs. And in this, I'm talking about what do you believe is missing? What do you believe you're needing? And what do you believe would be different if you had this? I want to ask you to check your beliefs and that are they in alignment with your value system? Are they in alignment with scripture and what God says? Some crazy stuff can come up when you're digging into this stuff. You know, your, your thoughts and your feelings are not always accurate. I know this past week I had been thrown off. Um, like crazy. And there have been a lot of beliefs and thoughts that have come up behind my feelings 
that were not in alignment with my value system. They were not in alignment with what God says. They were not in alignment with scripture. And so I had to be very, very mindful of taking my thoughts captive and correcting them. So if the answer is no, this is just a yes or no question. If the answer is no, or you're not sure, then get into God's word, pray, seek wise counsel from trusted people that, you know, a friend, your spouse, a mentor from your church, a coach, and then come back and reevaluate this answer. Those last couple of questions. Again, if the answer to this, check your beliefs is no, or you're not sure if the answer is yes, then this is your work. Go get these things. Stop denying yourself what you need and start prioritizing what you know you need to, because you are a mother. You are your family's greatest asset aside from Christ, obviously, right? Christ through you, you have to start treating yourself like it. Wowza. What an episode. What information. I hope that you took the time while that little jingle was playing and sat down and paused and answered some of those questions because information can come at us a million miles an hour and it's so easy to continue consuming more information. But knowledge isn't power, friends. Sitting down and processing that information, utilizing that information, putting that information to application and allowing it to change your life is what is truly power. So if you didn't take the time to do it, uh, you might want to go back and re-listen to some of those parts and sit down and answer those questions. And don't forget to come back right here to the Intentional Abundant Life podcast tomorrow or listen to the next episode and you will get part two of this Chaos to Clarity workshop. We are going to be talking more about ways that you can implement this in the moment clarity as well as some mindfulness practices. And we are going to be digging a little bit deeper into these self-care buckets and self-care. So see you over in the next episode. I would also love to hear from you. So if you're wanting a copy of this workbook, email me intentionalabundanceco at gmail.com. You can join the mailing list. I'm going to drop that in the show notes. Join us in the Intentional Abundance community. That link is also in the show notes. Reach out to me. Let me know what your takeaways were, what your thoughts were. If you have any more questions, want a copy of this workbook, please, please, please do not hesitate to reach out. If you want a copy of the entire video training so you can go through that breathwork session, so you can hear the Q&As and the conversations that took place between other moms in your same boat, hit me up. We can get you registered for the workbook for the replay. We can get you in this entire workshop totally free. You can watch that replay and be a part of this and then join us all in the intentional abundance community as we share more about this, talk about these podcast episodes and just do life together in this virtual group setting. God bless.